I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome. It's another Tuesday. It's another Glamour Hey, It's Okay podcast. We are very, very excited to have two of the biggest megastars from the YouTubing universe with us today. We're going to be talking about engagements. Is it okay to not really enjoy being engaged? Controversial from an actual newlywed on on site today. Um, To constantly think... What's next rather than living in the here and now? I've got a lot to say about this to a lot of millennials out there. And is it okay to never answer your phone? I think that's a, a short, hard yes from me, but let's discuss. It's hey, it's okay. Today, I'm very, very excited to have in the pod cover with me. Just in case, oh, I should say who I am, shouldn't I really? I am Joe. I'm Joe Elvin, editor in chief of Glamour magazine. I sometimes have trouble remembering that myself, so why should I expect you to remember that? Uh, but anyway, today we have two extraordinary YouTubers, bloggers, absolute media megastars, and they yelled at me when I called them influencers, but they've definitely influenced a lot of my decisions in life. It's Lily Pebbles and Anna Gardner. Hello. Hi. Hi. I have such a grin on my face right now. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Thank we, you, Joe. What we, an intro. We pump gas through the pod cupboard that <laughs> puts everybody on a high in place of caffeine. Thanks for having us. Thank Thanks you. for being here. Very excited to be here. Well, you know, I mean, I've sort of like had you, you've been to my house for your wonderful <laughs> yeah. podcast at home with. Thank now you. you're in the pod cupboard. Which would you rate? I mean, this is so profesh. I'm loving this. <laughs> we have headphones on. I feel like I feel like I'm a proper like radio. Yeah, I should be on heart. Yeah, we should sure. be, shouldn't we? Yeah. Jennifer Saunders said I should be on heart. You should. Amazing. What I a compliment. Think, you know, come on, heart. This is like this is a moment that's going to happen. Us three. Yeah. Talking shit on heart, <laughs> playing the odd Spice Girls song. As long as we can play Spice Girls, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Although I'm, I'm you, were, you were belting out All Saints a minute ago. I don't, yeah. I don't mind a bit of All Saints. <laughs> They've never ever. Yeah. It's it was these headphones. When I was on holiday the other day, I heard for the, they, they put on in the pool area just outside Pure Shores. Oh. And I really had a little moment to myself. I'd forgotten how much I loved that song. I was Magical. Getting a bit emotional. On I the sun lounger. I love that one. My dad just couldn't get the words right to save his life. He kept singing, swimming pool. And I was like, no, it's swimming closer. <laughs> oh, I like that though. I like it when my mother used to sing Oasis's um, 
oh, what Wonderwall and say, you know, what's that song? Nobody loves you now. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not what it says at all. At all. Shut up, mum. Amazing. Oh, and so how's it going? You guys have got your own podcast. We have. Which I'm rather jealous of. At Home With where we basically just go around into people's houses and we get really nosy. It's basically just an excuse for us to go into people's homes and have a little snoop around. Well, when yeah. you um, very flatteringly asked to come to my home, I, God, did I spend two days sweating trying to clean up and then I, even then pristine. I wouldn't let you see all of it. <laughs> it was pristine. It, it was wasn't. so much fun. You're our debut guest. I was yeah. very, very honoured. As I was saying to you, I was sort of like... I was torn between being very honoured and really thrilled to be on it because it went straight to number one on the iTunes chart to being really murderously <laughs> jealous because we've been doing this for a long time now. Come and on, it, let's get this to number one. Occasionally. On, I think thanks to you, we had a nice little surge into the top 10 for a little while. God yes. knows where we are now. Yeah, top 10 from the bottom end, maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, we, I think we're like 50 now. We didn't expect that at all. I think our audience were really supportive, which was really nice, but... I think now we're kind of leveled out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do have, and that's what really struck me is your audience is so engaged. And here you were sort of cringing at the term influencer, but you obviously do influence a lot of people. We're very lucky. They're good eggs. They're very good eggs. And they're really nice. And they were just really enjoying listening to it on their commute and when they were cleaning. And I think they really enjoyed getting into podcasts. They're very supportive. Tell me about your careers. Now, you have the kind of enviable, certainly on social media, the lifestyle that so many people and so many young girls think, my God, that just looks like the dream career. How do, how do you become what you've become? What do you do every day? How does it work? I think from the outside, it looks like, wow, suddenly there's all these bloggers and YouTubers doing these amazing things. But actually, we've been doing it for seven years. Yeah. So what Probably people don't... Probably almost eight now. Yeah, almost eight. What people don't see was the first three years when no one, so no one was reading or watching. when you were five? Yeah, but yeah, basically. Yeah. I started yeah. in my university bedroom. I was yeah. procrastinating massively. I mean, and it was like awful pictures taken on my phone with like my duvet as the background for the photos. What was on the duvet? It, it was a Wilkinson's number and it was pink and um, purple swirls. Of course it was. Which is great. And and like Lily said, no one really watched or listened or did anything aside from me and my mum. And we so. didn't really know that other people were blogging either. I really did feel like I was in my own little world. Like I didn't know bloggers were a thing, that they existed. So what motivated you to keep doing it? If, if, you, if in your head you're just sticking stuff out there into the ether with nobody watching or reacting how what keeps you going for me so I started my third year of uni as well and then after my year after uni I was interning at loads of different places and for me it was just so nice to have my own thing outside of work I didn't have a manager I didn't have deadlines it was just my own little project it was such a nice thing to work on in the evenings on the weekends that kept me going it's just like a passion project I loved it yeah it's just a hobby and I was I always grew up like pretending to write magazines and like pretending I was a fashion designer and like coloring in my clothes with highlighters can you just keep pretending because I don't need any more competition you'd obviously (laughs) be very good at it hey and really there's a job going here guys just let me know (laughs) I, I was always into that and so it was so fun to kind of have it was almost just a continuation of that hobby from when I was younger. So I loved, like, yeah, like Lily said, like doing it in our spare time. I would like write blog posts on the train up to London to do my job. So I would do it in every single spare second that I had. And if you're advising people who want to go down that path and make a career of it, what are your top tips? I know you must get asked this all the time, but it, it's to people who don't do it, it's such a... 
it's like an undersea world it's like yeah you, very you, elusive yeah and you need yeah. like a secret handshake to know how it all works i think i mean we do have a secret handshake so obviously that is <laughs> we, most important she's doing it now and i'm yeah. not going to tell any of you <laughs> you're gonna have secret. to kill me yeah. <laughs> we, we do always yeah. tell people it's the worst business plan ever just because it's not an overnight thing you can't guarantee you're going to get people no. watching your videos or reading your blog um so i always say don't start it like hoping to make money from it that was just like an added bonus for us later down the line but we always say like be consistent with your content if you're going to upload videos or blog posts just try and do it like once a week or once every two weeks just so people know that to expect more content from you yeah and I think as well doing something that you actually have a passion for someone will be like oh but my passion is stamps I'm like well there's someone out there who also has a passion for stamps yeah. and so it's, it's writing about whatever you're passionate about whatever mm. weird blend or mix that is because there'll be someone out there who also enjoys that mm. so definitely something you're passionate in and it's interesting that you guys started it was a hobby it was a passion as you say but now it's such an evolving exciting industry and for a lot of people a very lucrative industry Mm -hmm. so I, I what I'm seeing now is a lot of young people who want to blog for that financial gain and for that social media notoriety and I think what you're saying it, it do you think people sort of see through that if you're if you're doing it just to try and sort of like get the transactions going immediately I that mean, must be tough. Definitely. I think from the beginning, we've both just tried to be ourselves. And I think that's just the best you can do. Just if you feel what's right, what's right and what's wrong, what's wrong, just do what you feel is best. And personally, like I'm obviously still a reader and like viewer of blogs and YouTube videos. They're the ones that I enjoy as well. The ones that you can tell have genuine passion in their subject matter and really love what they do. And it's, we were saying earlier, it's not about the numbers. We're so chuffed with our subscribers. They're a really lovely bunch and we just really appreciate them. It's not about growing it to some kind of world domination. It's about us really enjoying what we do and still having a passion for it this many years later. And I think being flexible with your content as well about being passionate, you know, over seven years, there's no way you're going to be into one thing that whole time. When I started, mine was very much about beauty and now I'm not so much into beauty, I'm more into fashion. So just letting your content change as you grow up is important. If you're forcing yourself to make content that you don't love, you'll be able to see it. Now, how do you handle, I I imagine your channels are so lovely and so sort of positive and pretty to look at it, but do you get any neg on there is there any what yeah. how do you how do you handle my content's not positive <laughs> I'm the most like moany negative person ever but, but you, audience... every time I see you you're smiling I mean that is the gas I've pumped through the podcast I'm, fr- I'm friendly and nice yeah. but yeah. I'm very real and it's t- it took a while actually for my audience to get used to that I did get a lot of like oh you're so moany and negative people weren't used to like sarcastic Londoners at first but I think now they just know me and they know that I'm not miserable. I'm just a bit sarcastic. Yeah. That's what I find on Twitter is like my dry humour doesn't yeah. always oh, translate. Sometimes, yeah, sarcasm yeah. doesn't go too well with no. the internet. No, oh, don't. Kat's telling me to wind up, but that's. You, you just stopped there like you were in trouble. Then. Yeah, was that like, was oh, so God. funny. I wasn't expecting it to be that amazing. <laughs> yes, you're so well behaved. Yes. So much <laughs> power. Yeah. I'm such like a pre school prefect. You I really, really are. Like, oh, oh my God. God. I mean, so Proper trouble. type A girl in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what I was saying now. But um, were you like that at school? Were you sort of like sit up to attention? And, yeah, I was a real yeah. boffin. Me too. Yeah. yeah. A star, like. Yeah, boffin, I was yeah. the opposite. Failed everything. Now tell me more about this. We never would have been friends at school, Lily. (laughs) I I know Kat's winding us up, but I need to hear a little bit more about this with what I'm going through in my house at the moment, where we're not failing, but we're sort of like we're scraping. And I, because I was the boffin, I don't know what to say to my kid. It's really it's hard, and like 
especially as now I have a good career and I, that's why I do a lot of videos on this actually mm. because I think some people just the school system doesn't work for them and I really struggled with that I was never taught how to revise so it would come to exam season and I had no idea how do I learn the stuff that's on the paper like yeah. I just found the whole thing was impossible I never got one single A at school um, but I got a first at uni yeah so I think it's just a different way of working as soon as I went to uni and we were calling the lecturers by the first name and it was a more of a conversation and yeah you're left to your own a bit more I just it was so different for me so when you were struggling and feeling like a you know a square peg in a round hole and not getting A's what whether do you remember anything that people said to you that that helped at that point to be honest it was, was everyone bit, just it was a vile. bit of a disaster like yeah. I remember my drama teacher I told her that I was thinking of going to uni and she just laughed in my face Oh, that's so and, cool. I, and like things like that was really stuck with me, but that also made me want to go to uni and get a first. Well, this is what yeah. I'm hearing. I, I'm hearing that you know all of those things, and I, I've certainly got. I, I didn't struggle academically, but I struggled socially at school, and it and it it, it does make you. Yeah, it's just you've just got to live through it at the time, which is awful. Yeah, it it does. Um, and I learned some other good qualities at school the yeah. ones to do with education but. And, and look at you now do you just want to sort of like see that drama teacher and say in your face yeah I think for me bitch. I just I just wish that yeah. they were more they talked more about other careers at school it was yeah. so like do you want to do biology psychology maths or something like it was so and I did art music and drama for my levels yeah. so I was like ah where do I fit well, I'm feeling better after that little pep yeah, talk. I don't know about you. Good little motivation. Yeah. Thank you, Lily. Yeah. Should we have some heated debates that aren't really important, but we'll still have them anyway? Definitely. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about engagements now. You're going to have to help me. This is like ancient history for me. <laughs> but is it okay to not really enjoy your engagement period? Now, Anna, I'm... All eyes on you. You're newly Everyone's married. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks. So Anna I was Newton married now. Life. Anna Newton Oh, okay. Now. Oh, you yeah. changed your name. Yeah. I mean, Forgive me. On my email. That's okay. it. Yeah. Right. That's all I've done so far. And your email is... <laughs> let's not give your email. You'll never leave the phone again. But congratulations. Thank you. How does it feel? It feels exactly the same. I think when you're with someone for eight and a half years... Yeah. I felt married to him anyway, so it doesn't yeah. really feel majorly different. Um, I just felt a bit hungover. But now he's trapped, so yeah. all good. Yeah. yeah, so I can just let out them farts. Yeah. And like, you know, I've, I've been letting myself go. I yeah. just keep eating lots see of that. food. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, well, if you're going to let yourself go, then I'm going to let myself go. You've got went, an outfit yeah. on that he hates. Yeah, I'm wearing today. an outfit that he hates. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's he's stuck. Well and truly. Yeah. yeah. But the engagement. Yes. What are, what are your thoughts on this? You leapt on this topic. I'm interested. Yes. Lily made a very good point earlier. She was like, you wanted to be engaged so badly. Because oh I, I really got engaged did. first. And then between me getting engaged, you getting engaged, I feel like we talked a lot about getting oh engaged. Oh my God, I was so ready for it. <laughs> so were like, you, bring it on. Were you comparathoning like now? Come on, mate. Yeah. She, she and she are engaged. What are you playing <laughs> at? Fact, it wasn't even that many of my friends were. Like none of my other friends married aside from Lily. So it wasn't even that. It was like, you know, my sister had got married. So, I mean, she was younger than me. We're just compelled to want milestones aren't we yeah do you know what I mean we want to like buy a car yeah we want to get engaged we want to like move in I mean we've done all of those things like it it was very silly of me really because it wasn't going to really change anything but I really wanted that ring on my finger and then when I did I was like 
shit <laughs> really <laughs> yeah just then you you have to plan a wedding you have to make an event for all these people that's what i found incredibly painful about being engaged was every i had no idea of everybody else's expectations oh god on your relationship so i've ri- i've written about this on glamour.com whereas you know i had this really cheap wedding yeah um we're both we're both hopeless journalists we we moved to deadlines I think I gave myself a deadline of about six weeks to organize a wedding (laughs) because it's the only way I can operate is to really make it like you know a rocket under my ass otherwise I just delay delay procrastinate procrastinate so and then in that time oh my god the most unenjoyable conversations that I can ever remember with everybody who's doing your flowers what what why are you what's your table setting you like just all this what's your color color theme theme. That, that doesn't happen if you were asking what's your colour theme, are you joking? I, I got those questions as well. I didn't know what, what? You no. know, and we did have a really kind of, let's say, let's gloss this, let's say a rustic wedding. I had a yeah. great time. I didn't care if you didn't like, I didn't, I still don't know what a wedding favour is. But <laughs> I didn't have favours either. But I'm not know. gonna lie, I did have favors, but that's because the lovely guys at Space in Case sorted me out with the Aesop post poo drops what the, for everyone. Oh, I've got those. <laughs> yeah, Someone they're amazing. Me those for my birthday. <laughs> they're so good. My granddad thought it was eye drops, and then he thought it was wine, and he was very disappointed oh. that it was some kind of post poo thing. Lucky someone told him. Yeah, before he tried them out. <laughs> I've got to you tell imagine? you, Aesop poo drops are—they're uh, alcohol. It's one magical, thing you take from this magical podcast. liquid. <laughs> Life-changing. Yeah. So, so, so good. But they're, and they're expensive, but they last a long time. Yeah. Well, Amazing. it depends, I think. <laughs> really sort of like to put the romantic edge on, on the oh, wedding yeah. there. Oh, That's yeah, amazing. definitely. Yeah. But I'm so with you. There were so many awkward, weird questions. Everyone just wanted to talk about it. It's all they wanted to talk about. And it's all I didn't want to talk about. So what yeah. happened in the end of these? You ended up having like a two-year engagement, which wasn't the plan. One and a half years. <laughs> so we had a whole year where we just like, we just talked about weddings all the time. No, and are we going to do a big one, a small one? I had oh. to accelerate all of that. I couldn't I don't blame you. stand it. I, I couldn't stand it. I don't blame you. We did that for a year and we did dallied around and then I came home one day and Mark had like been to the registry office and he was like I think I think we should just go to the registry office cool done five months later we were married and that was that and it was perfect it was exactly what we wanted we didn't like follow anyone's expectations of what we should do we had Domino's pizza it was amazing and in the end it, it was so great but the actual engagement period of it was just not I considering I wanted it so badly when it actually happened no there are just no. certain things which and it's I've talked on other podcasts about small talk but there are just certain milestones that bring out the same the script so yeah so, and now I keep getting asked when I'm gonna have a baby yeah you'll get yeah, that that's great but fun. then if and <laughs> when guys. if and when you do become pregnant there's a whole other sort of like you know so will you go back to work uh, what, do you know what you're having yeah. what are you gonna and it's like you, you just end up having for, for that person it's really lovely that they're interested but you end up having the same conversation over yeah. and over and over I again. still get asked about the wedding. I got married in September. Yeah. <laughs> I can't talk about the wedding anymore. Oh, well, that's bad news. I had a whole... That was the, the next, <laughs> next section topic. of the podcast. Yeah, no. So, I don't know. I guess it's okay. We're admitting that there's, yeah. you know, that it's not all romance and and it doesn't reflect on how much you love your partner it's not to do with that it's not to do that you're going through a bad time or anything like that it's just it's okay not to feel like crazy in love with that stage and that yeah that's like when the my analogy is i love my daughter more than anything i hated being pregnant i mean i I did it once it was the worst nine months of my life i hated it but that's a whole other topic (laughs) that we will discuss yeah can we not be in that one because i'll just put us off 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, we're going to get really deep now. I think this is like the Deepak Chopra yeah. part of the podcast. I'm ready. Is it okay to constantly think about what's next rather than enjoying the here and now obviously no but a lot of people do this don't they I think so many people do and it's so applicable to what Lily and I do in that we're in our own you know we're one-man bands Mm. we run our own businesses and it's just we don't really know what's next we never know really what's coming around the corner so when something really really cool happens we're still thinking of a million and one things in our yeah. head that are around the corner. I want to know if this happens, if it depends if you work for yourself or if you work in the office, you get the same thing. No, I don't think it, I, I don't think it's about whether you work for yourself or you work in an office. I think it's a human nature thing. Again, I think it's particularly a woman thing. I see it We're a lot. That's sort of like comparing. I, I see a lot. I've been doing my job for a very long time now on this magazine and others. And I see it a lot in my team members. Oh, you know, but she's the same age as me and she's at this level in her career and I'm not there yet and when you were my age you were doing this and I'm not doing that yet and I think it's it's such a pointless way to everybody's different yeah everybody um has different stages at which they I think excel and different stages at which they stall and I feel that I've said this to a bunch of university students yesterday I think if you've got to try really hard, ambition obviously is great, but if you're not putting your all into the here and now, I don't think you can progress. I don't think you can learn what you need to learn and therefore get noticed in the right way to move on to the next progression. It blocks it. You're you're not getting it 100%. I, I think so. And I think you can actually destroy a lot of current opportunities by being very bitter and jealous about what's going on around you mm. if you're not careful definitely I also think it's about god I sound, I'm so wise today but I know <laughs> so I, I, I really believe this though no I think yeah. I think it's really important I think it's also about um celebrating like the the mini success 
yes. stories. Um, and I think that's for me something I definitely need to learn how to do because I'll get good news even when our podcast is so great. The next week I'm like, okay, no, ne- what next? Lily like, was like, I feel really yeah. nervous. I was like, Lily, it's great news. And Lily's like, no, still not. Oh, I get really <laughs> yeah. nervous. Whenever I get good news, I'm like, oh no, this is terrible. I th- I'm, with, I'm with you there. I'm always, I don't know. I think it's my my mother was like, you know, don't get too cocky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm always yes. scared of relaxing and really enjoying a success but I think that's that's different to thinking oh I'm just not good enough yet yeah, no, yeah. I've got to get to here to be good enough you'll never feel you'll you'll never feel fulfilled in that way if you're always thinking yeah but yeah but it's not good enough I've got to I need to move on to the next thing it's totally a comparison thing as well and yes. I think that's very much fueled by social media and yep. what people are betraying and like you said it's an age thing you think oh but by the time my mum was my age you know they yeah. had a house and yeah. they, they gave birth to me and and you start thinking, oh, but I'm 27. I haven't done any of those things. Like, it's completely a comparison Yeah, but thing. We're, we're younger for longer than our yeah. parents were. You know, my mother left school at 15 and was working full time. So when she had a child at, at 19, 20, she'd been a fully formed adult for a lot. You know, I was yeah. still at university when I was 19. And yeah. it's just, you know, you, you, I just don't think you can compare the two no you, you definitely can't compare against like your parents that's like a completely different thing but comparing amongst your peers is something yeah. we all do and it's something that I try desperately not to do definitely. but it still creeps in totally. amongst friends I think it's quite a big oh, thing I, and I think it's human nature but I think in those moments I think if it, it really pays to think now hang on a minute here's where I am here's what I've got you know that's really worth celebrating yeah. I've done really really well let's not think about what I haven't achieved let's think about what I have achieved and I think that those little pep talks for yourself, even if you have to write something down, you used to have a diary. You yeah. know, it's it's so important. Definitely. And you're right, like doing the best you can do with what you're doing right now rather than always thinking about the next thing. It means you're not going to be doing as yeah. well. And yeah. to be really boring and pragmatic about it. You know, I see it in interns when they come in and I've had, you know, some of them say to me, you know, I thought it's fine. I'm, I'm really happy to do the post job. But, you know, I've got a degree. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's <laughs> really great that's great but if you don't do the post somebody else has to do it it's a really really important part of what we're doing I notice the people who do every task with that big smile on their face and they've done the post and they've alphabetized it and stuck it on my desk and you know I'm not asking anyone to alphabetize my post but I'm (laughs) sort of making a point I think that in in giving the love to those tasks that you might be thinking oh this is really beneath me or really menial it it really does get noticed by a senior team it's the building blocks isn't it like career lecture over yeah (laughs) yeah. but it is the building blocks me Mm. and Lily have done the same things we've done interns I've gone to the post office with a massive sack like over my shoulder and like broken my back doing it like it's just it's what you do I've bought my boss's sanitary pads I've done amazing you're a great intern yeah I mean you know (laughs) certainly I had to really fake that smile on my face that day but I've done it we've all done it I think internships was like the best thing I ever did I learned so much from that like nine months of free interning but it really did there's Mm. several books in all of us I'm sure yeah (laughs) for another podcast hello listeners podcast editor Kat here and I'm thrilled to tell you that we're taking Hey It's Okay to the London Podcast Festival that's right join Joe, James and a special celebrity guest for a live edition of the podcast on Saturday September the 16th you can get tickets now at kingsplace.co.uk just click on the event calendar see you there is it okay, Lily and Anna, to never answer your phone? 
A hundred percent. Totally. But you guys are like the digital stars of this and all known universes. How do you get away with not answering your phone? I've never, ever enjoyed talking on the phone. When I was a teenager, I used to fake like, oh, I have to go for dinner just so I could end the call. (laughs) I really remember doing that. But why? I I don't enjoy talking on the phone to people. I now have my, I now have my favorites list. So I know if there's a few people who call me, I'll answer it. But if it's a number I don't know, there's absolutely no way I'm answering yeah, it. Yeah, if it's a number you don't know, never. And also, who are these people who, who do they think they're kidding with their no caller ID? It's like, oh, you, you know that that's poison. You know that's, when I, if, for me, that's always someone like a news channel asking me to, if I'd like to go in at 5am <laughs> next morning and talk about something really boring. And I, at the times I've answered the phone to a no caller ID, that's exactly what it is. Oh God. So then I have to verbally make up an excuse rather than oh. actually have the time to compose a text or an email reply. My no caller ID is always a random family friend that's taken their number off so they don't get sales calls on their landline. Right. <laughs> that's always who it oh, is. Oh no, I, I just, I don't, I actually don't often have my phone on loud yes, oh, mine's I'm always on silent always on silent um and so our managers are always like oh Anna I've called you three times <laughs> like, do, do you think oh. it's I think it's because with texting and emailing we've got that pause to think of something whether it's a polite response or you know if you're dating or trying to impress someone a witty response or yeah, if you you're time. if you're angry you haven't like gone over yeah. the, but so and it's kind of protected us from that but I don't know I wonder if it means we're slightly losing the ability to to think on the spot and just have a nice chat everything's a bit more thought through especially I have that feature on my whatsapp so that you can't see if I've got the message gives me even more time to think about it I didn't know about this one you doesn't double tick you never go blue (laughs) otherwise I just know they're like waiting they're like she's read it Sometimes I like to take like a long time to But that's the thing. There is that pressure with texting, isn't there? If you you can tell that somebody has read it, then you're sitting there like, why haven't they replied? I'll tell you what, me and Mark never WhatsApp. He refuses to WhatsApp me because for that reason, Mm. he's like, I don't want you sitting there knowing that I've read it (laughs) and I haven't replied to you. So we still text each other old school. I wonder how many marriages WhatsApp is in danger of... You know, me and Rich don't WhatsApp either. Do you not? I don't know why. Everyone asks I WhatsApp with Rich or text. I, I force Lily to speak to me on the phone quite often. Yeah, we do long phone calls, but you're the only person I speak to on the phone. Oh my God, I feel so special. That's probably because we don't want what we, what we talk about in writing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I've, no got, I've got loads of friends I'd be horrified to have an actual chat with. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, see, I'm a fo- I, I actually do like chatting to my friends on the phone. I was the girl well, no, that I... went to school and then came home and spoke to all the people I, I'd spent time I, I with. I was as well, but I think now I'm just, I, you know, I, I want my friends to just think I'm really funny and clever. And if they speak to me, they'll know that I'm, that I'm not. Just much better on WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or email, or just if I could just speak in emojis, just like a yes. face here, a emojis. thumbs up there. They've changed everything in terms of communication. But, you know, and also my grandmother, though, before, long oh. before the internet, long before mobiles, she um, used to forbid us from answering the landline at her house. Oh, really? It would ring and she'd just sort of like look at it and say, well, I wonder who that is. And we'd say, well, why don't you pick it up and find out? She's like, but what if it's... A salesman? Well, that I don't know. What if it's, you know, that brother I don't want to speak to? Yeah. So she was like, she had, she put in all of us this like mortal fear of 
the oh, phone. It was so weird. Yeah. Although sometimes you do pick up the phone. I had to speak to my bank the other day and I had a great conversation with the lady. 20 That's minutes I was on the phone. 100% true. We spoke about her wedding day. She went to Weatherspoons. Oh, this is such an Anna. It only ever happens to Anna. She went to a Toby Carvery and they played, um, she went to a pub and the only um, album they had in the pub was Take That. So they just listened to Take That all night in the pub. And it was great. <laughs> and after about 20 minutes, I was like, I'm never going to get off the phone to this woman. I was like, is my card okay now? So <laughs> who called who? I actually did call her. That was like a cold call from my end. Um, but sometimes it is nice to chat to people on the phone. Well, I had a cold call from a marketing company once, which I won't name. And I said, he said, hello, Miss Elvin. It's so-and-so from this company. And I said, oh, heart sinking. I said, oh, hi, how are you? He went, actually, I'm not feeling too well today. I've got a bit of a cold. <laughs> I went to the doctor this morning and I was just on the other end of the phone thinking, dude, oh, I, I never even I wanted to care. know in the beginning. <laughs> it was the most extraordinary <laughs> exchange. That's so, going to be personal. Uh, that was a day I wish I had not answered the phone. I just let it go to answer machine. I think if it's important enough, they'll leave a message. Yeah. That's my attitude towards phone calls. Me too. Isn't it funny that, you know, these amazing smartphones we have, the last thing anybody uses <laughs> yeah. them for is to actually talk to anybody. So yeah. I, I also have the yeah. worst memory. So I'll finish a phone call and then I have to message anyway to say, so what was that thing you told me to do? <laughs> I, I just prefer things in writing. Mm. And I'll remember to do them. No well one cares then, about the nine, the nine hundred like minutes. You go get nine hundred minutes free. I don't care <laughs> no. how much how much gigabytes. That just got. sounds like the worst nine hundred <laughs> yes, minutes of your deal. life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you are enjoying Glamour Hey, it's okay. Then please do consider logging into iTunes and subscribing. Then you will never miss an episode. You're too busy to think about every Tuesday downloading the episode. It's going to come flashing up on your phone, and you will have commuter joy right there on your lap. That sounds rude, but <laughs> either way, it's a win-win. So please do subscribe and leave us a review. If you leave us a review, we may well read it out on Glamour Hates OK and you may well be getting a little present from me. So please do consider that. And also, if you want to join the conversation, we love hearing your ideas for topics to discuss on Hey, It's OK. So if you email me, editor at glamourmagazine.co.uk, with your suggestions, you may hear them read out and we will give you the credit for that. So stay tuned. Right, well, I know never to call either of you. You're never going to answer the phone. But thank you so much, Lily Pebbles and Anna Gardner, or uh, what are we calling you now? Anna Newton. Anna Newton. Yes. New Newton oh, or Newton? Newton. Oh, God. How do you spell it? N-E-W-T-O-N. Oh, okay. So Not I say, Newtown. I say Newton. Newton. I say Newton. Yeah. Yeah, Newton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Lily Pebbles and Anna, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, <laughs> 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.